0: All right, so uh, we, we do our Pats on the Hat segment. I, I feel like, you know, last week was a struggle <laughs> for us mm-hmm. to try to find a pet on the hat. Um, I think this week is a little bit better, uh, Cordell. I, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I think we got a couple of guys we can show some love to. So I'll let you start first. Who are you giving your first pet on the hat to?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to start off... Uh... I want to start off with J.K. Dobbins. J.K. is probably one of the easier ones to give it to. 15 carries, 120 yards, a touchdown, looked so good in his return out there, looked rejuvenated, looked fresh, gave these guys a spark that they needed um, and allowed them to have enough production in the run game to where they couldn't abandon it. Uh, Even Gus Edwards followed suit. Was back to his efficiency as well, five five yards a pop. So mm-hmm. I, I was really impressed with what I saw from J.K. Dobbins. He took advantage of every hole that was given to him, and he showed a ton of burst doing so. Looked strong out there too. wasn't going down on first in, first impact. Um, he's breaking tackles. He's taking a couple of guys two to three yards up the field. Just really impressed with what I saw from J.K. Dobbins in this one.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. He he played phenomenal, phenomenal. And even if you take away that 44-yard run, J.K. still averaged um, almost five and a half yards per carry. So, you know, don't get it twisted. Outside of that 44-yard run, he was still very um, consistent today. And, and it's good to see from a guy that's coming off, you know, of dealing with some knee injuries. Uh, mine is going to go, obviously, the first one to Roquan Smith. Six tackles, uh, one sack two passes defended, one interception. I mean, <laughs> the stat line is crazy. You know, uh, and and you just continue to say good things. I feel like we've had him as our pat on the hat person every week since he's been <laughs> here. I could be wrong, but it just feels that way because he's been the star of this show, this defense. It's been amazing to watch him uh play at such a high level. Um and and, and they almost I almost feel sad for the um Bears for even letting this dude go cuz what was y'all thinking? No, but but thank you. We appreciate you. I'll take it. So, right. you know, he is just, he is a rock star, dude. And I love it. And I just really enjoy watching him play uh, week in and week out. So mine is going to Roquan.
1: Yeah, not, not a bad one at all. Roquan continues to play at a high level, continues to be show that he's possibly the best defensive player on this team. Right now, um, I'm going to go with his running mate, Patrick Queen. Uh, Patrick Queen gets the interception as well. Same, pretty much same type of stat line as Roquan Smith. Six tackles uh, as well for Patrick Queen. Did get a quarterback hit as well. And he didn't get a sack. Roquan ended up getting a sack on his play. But Patrick Queen was the one that really blew that play up on the blitz going out. And not he wasn't able to secure the sack on Trubisky. He was able to get out of it. And, Patrick, and Roquan Smith cleaned it up. But Patrick Queen, he's been one of the best blitzers on this team all year. He's been one of the best uh, pressure quarterback pressure guys in the NFL this year. And he just continues to do a lot of different things for this defense. He helps him run support. He's there in pass coverage. He's there in uh, rushing the quarterback. He's just doing whatever it is they ask him to do. He's playing at a high level. It's clear Mike McDonald is getting a lot out of him right now um and when he and roquan smith are playing the way that they did in this one this defense is definitely going to be tough
0: absolutely i completely agree mine is another one is going to gus edwards um uh, you know 13 carries 66 yards average over five yards a carry had that key uh play at the end of the game to get the first down to end the game I know we haven't seen a ton of Gus but you know listen he still has something in him man and and, and it's good to see him and it's we haven't seen if I'm not mistaken Gus and JK on this field I mean uh, playing in a game at the same time since 2020 because when JK was playing Gus was this year Gus was on IR still he was not ready to come up from, you know, um, his injury. So it's been well over a year since these guys have both played in the game at the same time. So it's really fun to see them kind of go back and forth. J.K. had 15 rushes. Gus had 13 rushes. So, you know, they complement each other very well. And, um, you know, Gus really, when when they needed him most at the end of that football game, he came through. So I'm giving him a pat on the hat as well.
1: Not a bad one at all. Uh Gus Edwards, like I said, back to his efficiency, five yards and pop today. Uh, you know, he and we talk all the time about how Roquan Smith compliments Patrick Queen. Same with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. They complement each other very well. They play their styles are so uh unique that they bounce off of each other extremely well. And it's tough for a defense to be able to handle both these guys for four quarters. Um I'm going to give a game, I'm going to give a pat on the hat to the entire offensive line. Yes. Um, I thought the offensive line was dominant in this game. Com- they just completely moved the line of scrimmage over and over again, especially in the run game. And on a day where they knew this game was going to be won on their backs, uh, they went out there and they got it done. They knew that they were going to have to fire out a lot and run block a lot because Obviously, you're out there with your backup quarterback and Tyler Huntley, and then you have to go to your third string quarterback and Anthony Brown. You're not going to do a lot of throwing the ball, yeah. Um, and, and they didn't. So credit to this offensive line; they went out there and they completely blew the Steelers off the line of scrimmage time and time again. You didn't hear a lot of TJ Watt's name. Nope. In this one, um, you did hear Chris Wormley a little bit earlier before he got hurt, um, but. You know this off this offensive line. I can't say enough about them, especially on a day where Kevin Zeitler doesn't play. Yep. They go out there and have one of their better games of the season, one of their better games that they've had in a while. I would say Um, that was impressive.
0: Yeah, I, I you know that that was listen because they rotated guards pretty much right guards all day long uh, between Cologne and. um been Cleveland so you you are concerned you know coming into that game knowing how high the Steelers were in terms of you know um run defense and and in terms of you know pressure they do get a lot of pressure so to to have those guys hold up and thank god for Ronnie Stanley man I mean I'm just glad that he's back Mm -hmm. because he does make everything better period You know they they really held their own today. They definitely deserve some pats on the hat, and and I definitely commend them. And and shout out to Ronnie Stanley, man. When, um, they, when Huntley got hit, you know, eventually he goes out in the game. You know, Stanley goes over and he has some words for you know the Steelers players. And you know, no, it's not a dirty play. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's his guy. He has to defend his teammate. And that's exactly what he did. So he held it down for his dude. And that's what you're supposed to do. I like seeing stuff like that. You know, one band, one sound is what I like to say. And -hmm. (laughs) and Ronnie Stanley was not for that. I almost used a bad word. (laughs) Okay. He was like, that's my dude, and y'all ain't had to do all of that. Got in some people's faces. So that was that was really good to see. Ravens move to 3-0 and in the division. Obviously, they play again next week uh, in the AFC North against Cleveland. And so, like you said earlier, we'll talk about this more in the week um, and how we think that they'll fare, the return of Deshaun Watson, and, you know, there's some other things going on. But for now, as a Ravens fan, we it, it's crazy because the Ravens are nine and four, Cordell, and the way that we talk about the Ravens or have all year round, it almost feels like the Ravens are four and nine. The way that the flock goes and and argues about so much stuff, yet they are currently a third a three seed in the National Football League for the AFC. It's crazy.
1: It is. I mean, and they won ugly. They've won in different ways. That's one thing we can say. They've yep. won in a variety of different ways. Um and you know, you come playoff time, it doesn't have to be pretty. You know, you don't it doesn't have to be the best looking thing that we've seen out there. You just got to go and get it done. And the Ravens look like a team right now. Can they go out there and have their defense win a game for them? Can they go out there and run the run their way to a victory? Sure. Um, but you it's I'm still worried about teams like Kansas City still worried about teams like Buffalo still worried about teams like Cincinnati maybe even the team like Miami still worries me uh, as well so you know while I I do think that there are still teams in the AFC that are probably better than the Ravens are right now you I, I still feel like this is a Ravens team that they just find a way to get it done. You know, you can never count them out, even when they're not looking their sharpest. You still know that this is a quality team that plays with a ton of confidence and really the uglier, the better for them. Um, So even if the game... Isn't going pretty, that would probably concern me as an opponent because that would make me feel like the Ravens are right where they want it to be.
0: Because <laughs> you know, they don't like to do nothing with what nope. nothing shiny, they don't want nothing nope. shiny and flashy. They want it real <laughs> ugly, ugly and dirty. That's how they like it,
1: as but as ugly as possible for sure.
0: Absolutely. So, look, we'll take the ugly wins all day. Uh, and the Ravens win 16 14 in Pittsburgh, and so we will be back on Wednesday to start talking about the next opponent, which will be the Cleveland Browns. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.